Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, today I am taking you to the Caribbean. Oh, I love the Caribbean. I'm a fan. I know. And the thing is, we are both such fans of going to haunted locations and staying the night in these haunted hotels. But sometimes you need to take a break from all that and have like a true beach vacation. And we are all about that, too. Oh, definitely. And I feel like the Caribbean is perfect. It's warm water. It's clear water. I mean, it's really unbelievable. It really is a fantastic vacation destination, one of my favorites. So if you're staying at a not-so-spooky place, this is going to be a fantastic excursion option, a place that you're going to want to go to take a quick tour, to learn about the history, and, of course, the ghosts. This is your haunted holiday at Rose Hall in Montego Bay, Jamaica. So, Lindsay, the Rose Hall in Montego Bay, Jamaica, is a notoriously haunted location, and it has an infamous history. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of this place. It's considered one of the top haunts, I would say, almost in the world. It's made a lot of lists for that. And, you know, I am going to preempt this, and I will say this over and over and over again in this episode— most of this is legend and there are people that will dispute the history of this story and that is all fine and good but this is an old plantation in jamaica that was built in the mid 1700s there was a lot of death tragedy there i'm sure there were slaves on the property so regardless of whether this legend is fact or fiction I think there is a high likelihood for hauntings and a lot of people have experienced things there that we are going to get into, of course, in the second segment of the show. But what has supposedly happened here that a lot of people believe is just horrible. Hmm. I'm interested. Yes. So like I said, this house was built in the mid 1700s. It was actually the land itself was purchased from an Englishman who was marrying somebody that was lived that was an Irish immigrant family living in Jamaica so he had purchased this land in preparation to marry her her name was Rosa Kelly he actually ended up dying not that long after they got married and she ended up getting remarried her next husband actually started building the large mansion not long after it was constructed he died and passed away she married somebody else he also died and passed away not that long after they got married i mean she was a widow three times over finally married a fourth person who she was apparently very happily married to and married all the way up until her death Hmm. so i was gonna say is that just bad luck or was she maybe like a uh what do they call it? A black widow. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that was my initial thought. I'm like, whoa, like that's a lot of people. I mean, it is the 1700s though. I mean, we just didn't have the sort of medical technology 
you know, people died over things that you wouldn't die of today. Exactly. So I'm not going to jump to any conclusions there. I, I did not read that people were accusing her of anything. I mean, honestly, she's kind of lucky that she didn't get accused of being a witch based on all of these <laughs> historic shows that we talked about, about, you know, women who have gone through tragedy. A lot of times they are accused of that. But there is the main character in our storyline named the White witch and this is not the original lady who was part of the building of this property when they both passed away who originally purchased the land and built the house they didn't actually have any children and so it just kind of got passed off to I think like their nephews who were living in England they never came over to get it so it just kind of got passed down a few times and eventually landed in one of their other relatives hands named John Rose Palmer so he gets the house in 1818 and he marries a lady named Annie Patterson so her name then changes she is known today if you read about her as Annie Palmer and she is the one that we are going to talk about here who has later been known as the White Witch now again this legend of Annie Palmer is really just a legend. I, I don't know that this is fact or not, but what they say about Annie is that she was actually raised. She moved to Haiti at the age of 10. At a very early age, she had a nanny there that was teaching her voodoo. Her parents passed away and she ended up just getting raised by this nanny until she was 18. And this nanny made her like very good at voodoo ritualism okay. and that kind of thing in Haiti. So at the age of 18, she moves to Jamaica and she's kind of looking for this rich husband. She's trying to find a guy and she runs across John Rose Palmer, who does marry her. Now, shortly after they get married, she kind of gets bored of him, I guess, and starts sleeping with some of the slaves on this property. Now, to describe this mansion, this is a plantation. It is called Rose Hall, but it is a gigantic plantation in Jamaica. There was a lot of them back in those days. So there was quite a few slaves that were living and working there on the property. And she would like take up different lovers of these slaves. And eventually her husband caught her in the act, supposedly, and he decided to punish her by beating her with like a horse whip or something. Oh, yeah. So the next day, he ends up dying suspiciously. And the thought was at the time that she had poisoned him in his coffee and he ended up dying. So very suspicious, if true, of course. Right. I mean, anytime you have some sort of a domestic altercation, you know, a lot of anytime somebody's murdered or dies mysteriously i mean the detectives are always asking like did you recently have a fight or an argument i mean this would be a significant one totally 100 percent. now she actually ended up getting married twice more and those two husbands were supposedly also murdered by her and she really just married them to get their money murder them get them out of the way Supposedly, the second husband that she had, she actually murdered by stabbing him in the chest while he was asleep. 
Wow. The second one was supposedly strangled. Okay. And this is all legend, just to confirm. All legend. Now, throughout all of this time, okay, her husband's coming, going, dying, whatever, the entire time, she is also apparently very cruel to her slaves, okay, to a, I mean, of course, slavery is always horrible and awful, but in this case, it was taken even, she was just incredibly cruel, which I think they often were. Now, she, in fact, this is one of the stories that I heard. She would put bear traps in, like, the bushes, in the grounds, in case somebody tried to run away, that kind of thing, so that they would get caught. She would supposedly even, when her slaves were around food, they were forced to whistle to indicate that they weren't eating it, like her food in the kitchen, because apparently you couldn't whistle if your mouth is full of food. And if you were caught not whistling around food as a slave, she would actually supposedly behead you as punishment for theft. Wow, that's just evil. Yeah, so this is just evil, evil stuff we're talking about. Now, she also continued to sleep with the slaves, right? And she would basically sleep with people, and then she'd be kind of done with them, like, okay, no more fun with you, and then she would, I guess, murder them as well. So she's a serial killer. Yes. According to this legend, I would definitely categorize her as a serial killer, awful, evil human being, Mm -hmm. right? Now, I feel bad for her if it's not true that this legend is out there about her name, but uh, it's a famous story. There's probably some truth to it. I mean, these kind of stories, granted, probably parts of it are real, parts of it aren't, would be my guess. But you just, I mean, who knows? Right. Now, this all reached ahead when she met her fourth husband. She kind of grew a liking to this guy. He comes in, but he's actually not interested in her at all. He's interested in her lover's, her slave lover's granddaughter. So Hmm. quite the triangle happening here. So... Annie is sleeping with a slave whose granddaughter her new husband is interested in. Well, Annie was not happy about this, so she decided to put a voodoo curse onto this granddaughter to kind of get her out of the way. And supposedly what this curse would do is send a ghost to that person and, like, age them dramatically so that they slowly just kind of, like, wither away and die. Well, according to this legend, this granddaughter did wither away and die. And her lover, the grandfather, was furious about this. And he actually crept up into her room at night and strangled her to death. I mean, if all of this is true, it sounds like she had it coming. I, no doubt, no doubt about it. So the slaves then took her body buried her in a very deep pit on the property not that far from the house they proceeded to burn all of her possessions because they didn't want you know her spirit to be attached to anything so like all of her clothes all that stuff got burned and they actually set a uh, voodoo spell I guess to try to keep her in that grave but they say 
that that voodoo spell was not done correctly. Over the years, ever since that has happened, there has been several owners, which according to the legends have all kind of mysteriously died in not so great ways. People didn't want to buy the house anymore, so it went vacant for 130 years. It was eventually restored in the 1960s and has continued to be restored and is now a museum. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So, of course, the White Witch, Amy, and the name the White Witch actually came from the slaves. They coined her that because of her cruelty and her um, love of doing voodoo spells. They coined that term. And, of course, she is haunting this place. And we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But some of the, the other things that you should look for if you go to Rose Hall and you are going on one of the tours, they do embrace their ghosts. So they're going to tell you about the hauntings and the history. They are going to tell you the same story, essentially. I just told you probably in even more gruesome detail. So be prepared for that. I've seen a number of videos with some of the historians that talk about it. And there is a lot of uh, just more horrible things that supposedly occurred here. Now, what you want to smell, smells is a big thing, is cigar smoke. There is apparently the scent of cigar smoke in the building, as well as perfume. The other thing that is, I think, kind of a creepy image is a shadow figure that is wearing like green velvet riding gear, riding a black horse through the grounds of this property. Ooh, that's really interesting. That would be a really cool thing to spot. But it's a shadow figure with like a cool outfit on. Right. So it's almost like the invisible man but like you can see like (laughs) you can't see the features seems right i mean to me it sounds like i mean clearly there was lots of death at this place whether it was from the cruelty that occurred with slavery being there but also just even like all the husbands and the people that lived there that died right i mean i mean there was four of them right off the bat 
right this place was first built and that could have been you know maybe a bad actor doing something there or maybe it was just natural causes like you said you know it's back in the day like who knows what type of medical issues people ran into the other thing that you should look for is a woman in white and you can actually see the woman in white it's a woman wearing old style all white clothes and she is seen outside on the steps so like the entryway and these steps are very obvious when you go up there it's like several tiered sets of stairs i mean it's beautiful Lindsay. I, this place really is pretty and she can be seen there but she's also seen inside the house on occasion as well the other thing to pay attention to here are footsteps there are tons of reports of footsteps whether that is going up the stairs following a worker that happens a lot here in the cellar itself apparently there are screams heard as well as running footsteps Hmm, that would be cool to catch definitely in the original dungeon area which at one point was a bar okay and i don't know if it's still a bar today it might be like a gift shop or something but when it was a bar not that long ago the guy who was bartending there swears that he has seen on numerous occasions a shadow figure just kind of wandering around and like creeping in the corners of that area and he like wears his cross every day to work because it just totally terrifies him whatever this thing some is sort of an evil presence more than just a shadow figure well i mean and it's probably an assumption because this dungeon is i mean there are still i guess like blood on the walls that the tour guides will show you i mean there were people tortured down there they would take like their runaway slaves torture them they would um a lot of times these slaves were put down there without food water they're in jamaica it is hot people would die of heat stroke of just starvation and thirst all the time down there in that dungeon so i mean who knows yeah terrible now, the other place that you really want to pay attention when you are on this tour is Annie's room. So the White Witch's actual room. If you are actually standing outside of the hall of the plantation and looking up through the windows, she can supposedly be seen looking down at you through her window. But in the room itself, one thing I thought was really cool is the original bed and furniture were actually hers from the 1800s. Wow. So they didn't, I mean, I know the story is that the slaves burned all of her belongings. I mean, obviously he, they didn't get to everything. Right. They did or, not get to everything. that part of the story just isn't true, maybe. Could be. We do know that the bed and, you know, that stuff is hers. But, like, clothes, stuff like that, I supposedly those were burned. Hmm. Now, when you are looking at the bed, the bed is the actual bed that, according to legend, she was strangled to death by um, her lover. And if you take pictures of the bed, you might see different orbs or anomalies that are going to pop up. The other thing is there is a mirror that they call Annie's mirror. It's actually not in her bedroom. It is in the sewing room. 
And if you take a picture of this mirror, sometimes you might see a face in it looking back at you who they think is Annie. They're not sure. Now, here's what I am going to say about this, because I am a little bit skeptical of the story in general. I'm a little bit skeptical of the mirror. And part of that reason is Ghost Hunters International went to this location and they were able to look at some of these images that they claimed had a face in it. And they completely were able to rule it out as a ghost. Like they were able to say, look, if you take a picture from this angle, this shows up over here. So I'm particularly skeptical of the mirror being a thing, but I do want to call it out because that is one of the big claims that this place makes in terms of ghosts. No. You never know. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we can debunk. I mean, there's so much evidence out there that there's a reasonable explanation for, but I mean, this place has the history, right? So you might be able to debunk one thing, but then you can't debunk another. I agree. And there are people that work at this place. I've seen numerous videos online. It was also featured on Scariest Places. And they are talking to people who are janitors, who are historians that work there, and tour guides. And they are like, no, I've seen creepy stuff in here. A lot of people say it starts happening after hours. Like once it starts to get dark, usually after about 6 p.m. is when the activity really starts to pick up and they start noticing different shadows and things like that going on. And these people seem legitimately frightened. And one of the reports, now this one I'm really skeptical of, is if you actually see Annie's apparition walking the grounds, you may die like a few months later. <laughs> so you don't want to see her. So this is a risk. This is a risk that you take if you go to this place. I'm very skeptical of that too. But gosh, you just never know. You never know. But personally, I'm going to take the risk and go to this place. You know? Totally. I mean, even if I see her, I feel like the odds of that are so slim. But you just never, never know. All right, so if you are staying in Jamaica or you are going to Jamaica on a cruise or whatever and you happen to stop in Montego Bay, this is definitely one of the places that you want to check out. They have daily tours that you can go do. They also have a golf course on the grounds called the White Witch. There's another building on the, the land that was owned by Johnny Cash at one time. Like, I mean, it's a pretty cool, expansive property and museum today. Awesome. Can you go at night at all or do they only do daytime tours? You can go at night. Now, they don't have like overnight, overnight tours, but they do have what they call night tours. So they have a day tour which is almost every day you can go. You don't have to pre-book it or anything if it's just a handful of people going. And those are $20 for adults, $9 for kids, and they last about 45 minutes. Now, the night tour is really geared for those who maybe want to experience something. You're still going to get, it seems like from the website, the same 
type of experience where they're going to go through the different rooms and tell you, here is where Annie the White Witch murdered husband number two, and here's the blood on the wall from this. Uh, like, they're going to go through and point out all that morbid stuff. It's not just like a straight historic tour. It seems, it seems very legend to me yeah. from the description. Well, I think that sounds exciting. That sounds more interesting than a straight up historic tour. I want to go see where the, you know, Annie was strangled in her bed. Like as morbid as that is. I mean, that's part of the draw, right? Me too. I agree. I think it sounds like a very interesting tour. And the night tour is a little bit more, but not by much. It's only $25 for adults and $10 for kids. And those are held Friday through Sunday nights. So essentially like a weekend night that you can go check out this tour. I think it would be a great thing to do while you just happen to be there. If you're looking, maybe you want to take a day off the beach. You've gotten sunburned enough or, you know, you hit your tan. You've had enough of the water. Go check out Rose Hall. Okay, well, I hope I'm in Jamaica sometime soon in paradise, and then I can go check out Rose Hall. I mean, I would totally book that nighttime tour um, in between my beach days. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, this week I've got a quick review to read, and this is from Two Wheels Life. Is their their screen name. I love it. Um, It says, I look forward to this every week. It's a great concept with engaging hosts. Super simple, but I love that you left this for us because – that I, I like that you enjoy the concept because that's really our goal is to have something a little different than your average paranormal podcast. You know, we really like to get into the ghost stories, but we want to make sure we're covering places where you can actually go visit and take a tour or stay in a haunted hotel. So thank you to Wheels Life for leaving us that review. Um, if you guys are enjoying the show, please make sure to leave us a five-star review. It helps us engage more listeners. If you're enjoying it, tell your friends and family. You know, the more we can grow our audience, the better, obviously, for us. And please reach out to us. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us and send us an email. Send us a recommendation for an episode or even send us your ghost story. All right, guys, have a great week and thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Mm-hmm.